Love Talk Radio. Is he your blood? Is he crip? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know. <laughs> Look. If I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilets, same shit. And I'm sick of explaining it. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is the plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better. And I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That nigga take shots at me. No response. I just flip and pop my collar like the fawns. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. To try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Or old testament, don't test the men. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S-Dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigga say, Jigga probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigga can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome. Or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply too dark for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? But the shots froze him. And he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you, uh. Streets is talking, niggas is gossiping, bitches only your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. It's the Streets is talking, sports talk show, with a twist of hip-hop, from a street perspective. It's Wild Out Wednesday, I'm your host, L. Bushy. We got T-Row, Charles the Guy, I-C-E, and my man through the engineer, the super producer, OG the Buck. We in the building, man. Hey, world, I'm glad to see y'all. Hey, we got a men's champion and we got a women's champion in this here NCAA game. And it's a whole bunch of other shit jumping off. But you know what's even better about Wild Out Wins and my brothers? Today, my boy, Junie June turned 20. So, happy birthday to my boy, Prince Junior. Turning 20 today. For the youngest, but he just turned 20. I don't have no more teenagers, my dude. I know you know how I feel, but man, I ain't got no more teenagers, man. No more teenagers, man. Wow. Happy birthday to my boy. Let's go. Dreams. And I forgot to tell you. We in the building, 
got a lot to talk about, man. We got the Lakers. We got to talk about the Lakers. We got to talk about Tiger Woods, what you just talked about. Now we got a lot going on today. But let's start off talking about what happened in the NCAA, in the amateur game. The girls, I tell you what, I guess it was Destiny Road because Destiny Henderson from South Carolina, she put on the show. She waited to put on her career high in the national championship game. She had 26, two rebounds, and four assists. I want to ask you, Ro, did, and, and this is the first time in a long time that a team in a women's game has been number one from day one, from preseason, all the way up to they cut the nets down. I just want to get your take on the women's NCAA tournament. What do you think about their final four, Ro? I want to say that South Carolina, when they lost the championship on the tip to Stanford, from that loss, all leading all the way up to what they did of cutting down the net on Sunday night was destiny, just as you said, my friend. Those young ladies, like, I was telling one of the homies that was over here, we, you know, we was over here barbecuing, and uh, I said, he was like, what you doing? I'm like, the girls game, come on. He like, the Grammys on. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather watch these women rather than watching the Grammys because this, this women's game is going to be better than probably the men's game. So if you want to prepare yourself for Monday, you might want to watch this game because we're talking about UConn, first of all, but we're talking about South Carolina. And when South Carolina started the game, I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. When it was 10 to 2, I said, oh, my goodness. It ain't going to be good. I knew UConn was going to make a run, but how good was that run going to be? You know what old Coach Mack used to tell us, Boomy. The most important part of the game is the first five minutes of the first half and the last five minutes of the first half, and then when you get into the second half, it's the first five minutes of the second half, close out five minutes of the game to determine what you're going to do. And I just say this, South Carolina was not trying to hear it. Your girl, now, a little boss did what she normally does. But like you say, baby girl coming out, getting her career high, having 26 points, Come on, man. Destiny Henderson brought it on the game where you need to show up. She said, don't worry about it, A.B. I got you, baby girl. I know we depended on you too much the last time where you missed the tip, but don't worry about it. I got you tonight. And he went out and cut the net. So I'm really excited that Don Staley, uh, you know, as you said, they we had just ended. You know, the women's month, uh, uh, you know, celebrating the women for their month of March. But, man, to have Don Staley and all those young women from the University of South Carolina women's basketball team to go out and do what they did, that was very impressive. And I must say, Con had a chance when they made it to the championship. But, boy, was I wrong after the first five minutes 
on the first half, boo. Them girls must play. <laughs> hey, man, what was your thoughts about the game? Because I know, I know you thought UConn was about to cut, cut down the nets once again. You know how Geno do over there. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. What you talking about? Well, talk about Zeno. Okay. But let's talk about Don Saban. First of all, she's a six-time WNBA All-Star. Okay? She's a six-time SEC champion as a coach. Five-time SEC coach of the year. Three-time Olympic gold medal. Two-time Naismith player of the year. Two-time Naismith coach of the year. Two-time women's coach of the player of the year. Two-time ACC player of the year. Two-time ATN coach of the year before she got to SEC. I mean, and then two national championships. Let's start talking about John Staley and get off of Geno. My bad. Let's start talking about her. I was... Yeah, I, I like how you set me up right there. I love it, how you set me up. You know, we like peanut butter and jelly. I like how you put that, you put the reference to Gino, and then had me talk about Don. We talked about it in the production meeting. I love that. So, listen, Don Staley, not only, let me tell you a story about Don Staley. She, first of all, shout out to my man Marco, Del Mar, Philly Trio. We're going to try to get y'all in. I see y'all checking us out. It's the streets. But let me say this before we move on to the men's, and I want to ask you that about that. I just gave a resume. She's up and coming. I hope that young ladies continue to go with Don. Don looks like she loves those girls, man. So, now, yeah, she's a black woman, and she's just showing her grit. She had on a dope varsity jacket for the coach for the game. See, I look at the fashion, too. Fashion brings kids. And we're talking about urban kids. It's that. But that's that. I love it. Don, you did well. Let's see if they can repeat. Now, to the men's side, four. Oh, man. It was Coach K's last game. Hey, what's love got to do with it? He came out balling, hit the game, hit the, hit the shot. But then Monday, he shot his wide. I just want to ask you, first, let's talk about Saturday. What got Kansas? And what got North Carolina to the championship game, in your in your opinion? What's your take on that? Uh, once again, uh, for Duke and North Carolina, the way that North Carolina closed out in the last five minutes of the game separated North Carolina from Duke. I would say this. I give Coach K and Duke a lot of credit. Those boys are hella young, and they made it to the Final Four for Coach K. They lost to their to their arch nemesis, the arch nemesis of all arch nemesis. And to have that be done, not once, but twice in the same season, I didn't think it was going to be possible but North Carolina big men just showed up and showed out on Saturday. And I really thought that my man Hubert Davis, shout out to Hubert Davis for even making it to the championship game. As in eight, as the last four in, 
to get to the championship for Coach Herbert Davis. Come on, man. That's why the Duke and North Carolina game was so, I don't want to say quote, unquote, important, but such a damn good game because those players knew what they were doing. Duke was playing for a coach that was on his way out. North Carolina playing for a coach who just got here. We got to beat Duke. Duke saying we got to beat North Carolina. The lights got bright in the last five minutes, and you you see who showed up, and they showed out. Kansas versus Villanova. Villanova just didn't have enough power in the paint to deal with the big dog, McAllister, who had a great game. And on top of that, your boy Abati was to go eat. The first five minutes of the Kansas-Villanova game was all you needed to know. You knew Kansas was going to dominate. The boys was hitting jumpers. Your boy Abati only missed two shots the whole game. Come on, man. McCall- I, I, you'll never see a big man make 12 free throws. You'll never see that. And McAllister did that against Villanova. That's why we were able to see Carolina-Kansas championship on Monday. It was just, I, I mean, I really thought Villanova had a chance. And, man, shout out to Coach Jay Wright and Villanova and what he's doing. Like you said at the last show, the best dress, he, he ain't, he ain't, he, I mean, he still got the clean haircut, but he ain't got that, he ain't got that, that Versace suit on. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm used to seeing. You know, I'm a man looking all fly, you know. But it is what it is with the new game and the new style of, of, the, of the 2020 game. Thank you, pandemic. But, uh, yeah, man, that's what I saw happen. I just, man, I can't wait to talk about Monday, but. But what was your read-in about Duke and North Carolina on Saturday and Kansas-Villanova leading into the championship game on Monday? Two things stood out to me was Mr. Moore, he was out with the Achilles, so that took away 14.7 points per game. So that hurt him there just as another threat to go against Kansas, as we saw, play defense. So when you take away Gillespie and you take away uh, the inside play, of my man. So it it gets it gets it gets real, it gets real. The second game, tell you what, just like in all this, the tougher team won. They showed more grit. They only had six guys. Both teams were 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 were, were throwing haymakers. Okay, but the last the last man standing was North Carolina. And my man Love, he made big shots, and that's what you need down the stretch in the Final Four, guys to make shots. And I'm going to say this about Coach K. Were you upset? I'm just saying that to the world, not you, Ro, but were you upset that Coach K was was uh, eliminated? Some people hate Duke. Some people love Duke. Either you love him or you hate him. So for him to go out against a team he's never played against in a tournament but always played in in his regular season, and he finished 50 and 50. He was 50 and 50 against North Carolina. Coached against them 100 times and ended up 50 and 50. So going into into Saturday, 
going into Monday, you got North Carolina and you got Kansas. Momentum for both. Ro, before we get to the break real quick as we up against it, what do you think was the difference with Kansas uh, cutting down those nets as the national champion? What you say when your balls shrivel up, when the water's too cold, you jump in that cold out of water thinking, that, man, listen, I don't know how the hell my North Carolina Tar Heels gave up a 15-point lead and then just, after you beat Duke, you go out and let me down like that, North Carolina, when you showed up to show out in the first half. I said, oh, it's over with. Kansas, go on and pack your bags. Get up, go on, get to the flight, man. Go on, get to the airport. It's only an hour flight from from, from New Orleans to, to good old Kansas. You, you'll be all right. Go on, soak it up, soak it in. All you boys come back. You might have another opportunity to do it. But then when the, when the second half started, it was just amazing how Kansas come out of the locker room and look like North Carolina in the first seven minutes of the first half. Carolina looked like Kansas in the first seven minutes of the first half of the game. I was like, what is going on? Am I really tripping right now? What is really going on? And then when it became tied and Bill Self went with the small squad, when Remy Martin came in and started hitting threes, I was like, oh, Lord, it's over. <laughs> it's over. And then the big man got hurt for trying to do They should have kept it simple. But this is what happens, Big Brother Boo, when you always talk about it, Big Boo, Big Brother Boo. When the lights get bright, we're going to see what happens. And we, we saw what happened when the lights got turned on in the second half. I don't know what I don't know where the lights were in the first half in North Carolina because it didn't seem to bother them. <laughs> but in the second half, I don't know where the lights came on at because somebody hit the switch and them boys got out of the <laughs> It was sad. My heart hurt for North Carolina because you know my favorite color is powder blue. I got a whole bunch of it, man. But, damn, Kansas. I'm going to give you some love because I ain't never seen it happen. We have never seen it happen. You made history <laughs> on Monday night, Kansas. So congratulations to you, Bill Self, Abachi, McAllister, Remy Martin, Brown. I mean, it's a whole bunch of them. Shout out to the Kansas Jayhawks. Brought the Nate Smith Trophy back to where it was originated from. Lord, have mercy. The peace basket got it back. What you know about that, Boo Meeks? What happened Monday night, Boo Meeks? Tell me, please. I can't wait to hear what's in your cup. <laughs> well, we from the get, we from the streets, right? And so when we talk about the streets, we got this old saying, when you in a crab game and you sinking that dice and you rolling and you, ah, uh, uh, you 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 hitting your point. You're hitting your point. You're hitting it real good. Then it's that time you put up more money. You 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 think you got it. And you keep shooting. You keep crapping out. 
You keep shooting and you keep crapping out. We call that in the street. <laughs> we call it, you shot his wise. North Carolina shot their wise. They ran out of gas. They only went six deep. And if you notice, their sixth player, he's not used to playing that much time. He threw up on the court. He started hyperventilating. <laughs> but he was, he was balling, too. He was balling, balling like crazy, but he started hyperventilating. Started hyperventilating, you could tell it was over. It was over for it was over for for North Carolina because they had no one else, nobody else to turn to, nothing. The Kansas put the D on. I must give a shout out to Bill Self. All the games, especially down the stretch, they've been down at halftime, and they've except Villanova, Miami. They were down. They come out second half and just put the defense on and just they as Clark Kell, I would say spurtability. Uh, so I just want to give Kansas a lot of credit for coming back. That was the largest comeback in NCAA history. NCAA history in a title game. So shout out to Kansas. Let's get to the NBA. We can't go to commercial. We're going. It's, it's something up with the. We didn't pay the bills. Something's going on. So we'll get back to that when we can. <laughs> we'll take a break. But I we we paid the bills. So row. The Los Angeles Lakers. Seventeen games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. Didn't even mm-hmm. make the play in. Mm-hmm. And, and and listen mm-hmm. to this, row. I can recall. Where you go? Come back to me. We done lost my boy, Boo Meeks. But I'll tell you what I think about the NBA and the Los Angeles Lakers. Can you hear me, Everybody's going to – I can hear you now. Talk you to me? me. Okay. I well, can hear you. Let me finish this thought. Let me, let, me, let me finish it. Let me finish it. I, I apologize, Okay. World. We had some technical difficulties. But I, I, I have to say this. I can recall when we said that this wasn't going to work. And I'm just going to say this. LeBron James, like his, his tweet was, keep talking about my squad, our personnel, ages, the way he plays. He stays injured. We're past our time in this league, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please. And I mean energy when it begins. That's all I ask. So LeBron James on the street, L Boogie, and I said this, I'm keeping the same energy. Bro, I'm going to ask this, is this the biggest disappointment in NBA history, in sports history? What went wrong with the Los Angeles Lakers? When you and we'll say... talk about some other teams, the play-in, the Cavs, how they slip. Got to talk about these other teams. But first, let's talk about the elimination of the of the Lakers. We have to talk about that in the street. It's just talked about. They was eliminated yesterday. Yeah, they were eliminated yesterday by the Phoenix Suns. It was a blowout. Um, and, you know, LeBron didn't play yesterday either. They left it up to AD and the rest of those boys. Uh, but I will say this. In the last 10 games, in the last 10 games, 
the L.A. Lakers are two and eight, and they done lost seven straight. I don't think y'all heard. They lost seven straight, and they were in a position to where they would have an opportunity to have a play-in game. But they done lost seven straight. AD just came back for the last two games, but it didn't work. You know what I mean? So when you say is this like the worst of of all sports that been happening as far as the 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 of who's on the roster, I'm gonna have to say no, L Boogie. And the only reason I say that is because there was once an LA Lakers team that had a whole bunch of players. Now, they may have been old, right? It's just a reminiscent of what team looks like, but don't forget they had Carl Malone. They had Charles Barkley. I mean, they had some names on that Lakers squad that you would have thought was going to just blow everybody out of the scene, and they didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I think Gary Payton was on that team, too. Don't get it, don't, don't get it twisted. But I'm just saying. So yeah, he, he was I'm on that team. No. I'm going to let you finish your thought. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say no because of the fact of the names, you know what I mean? Because when I look at that L.A. Lakers team from, from, from then, I don't know. I don't even know if they made I'm going to look it up, but I don't know if they even made the playoffs. Bro, that team that made it squad. at least to the finals. They at least made it to the finals and <laughs> lost to Detroit. Now, the other thing well, okay. we're talking about is with Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant, and Steve right. Nash. Okay, so after but they made it to the playoffs, and that's when Kobe got hurt and tore his Achilles. At least they made it to the yeah. playoffs. Teams didn't even yeah, make it's... it to the playoffs. And I want to say this, and we'll move on. Let's not let LeBron James off the hook. Let's not That's say, oh, going. he's – okay, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish your thought. Go ahead. LeBron picked the squad, and LeBron's squad is like a pickup game squad. It's like – it's not – it's like a G League squad. It's not like – and when I say G League, I'm not talking about just G League material. I'm talking about just what you can do just about whatever – just pick up. You know what I'm saying? So LeBron picking his squad, I think everybody was playing the wrong position with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? That's just my thought. LeBron, if you pick your five, you know who's playing what. So you you would normally run the point guard so position. So I don't know why you weren't really doing your thing. Because we already know Russell Westbrook is just out there to be out there. He can't run the show. He just he just does what he does, and we all know that. That's why a lot of people have a problem with what Russell Westbrook having the ball in his hand for as much as he does. So I'm going to say it's really on LeBron because, LeBron, we know that this is the squad that you chose. I had a little birdie told me that uh, the Lakers could have had DeMar DeRozan. And passed on him. And went down Russell Westbrook. What the hell is wrong with y'all? I cannot believe what I heard. 
I was like, this is great. And you know how we are in the streets. We can't hear none of that. Because it's unbelievable that you wouldn't have got DeMar DeRozan before you got Russell Westbrook. Come on, man. I'm sorry, boo. I'm going to let you get to it. Man, I got to wipe the sweat off my brow because I'm hot in this motherfucker. I just couldn't believe that when I heard that this morning. What's your thoughts on LeBron? You mad at LeBron? Should this be all LeBron's fault? Because he got a lot of good players who should be helping out. I, I, I'll i say this. The moment might have been too big for Russell Westbrook. I know he's seen a, a sports psychiatrist. He has to be. You just can't go from averaging triple-doubles to doing what you're doing. Maybe it's just too much pressure. He can do that with a team that has no one, really. Was it too much pressure? I'm just asking. Was it too much pressure for Russell Westbrook? And then let's say (laughs) this. Anthony Davis isn't the guy we thought he was, at least to uh, to the pundits. He barely got through the bubble. Let's be honest. Did they guys really didn't want to play in there? I had to give LeBron James credit for his mental toughness because guys really didn't want to play in there. They wanted to be home. But they had to get it done, get it over with, not taken away from that. Where do the Lakers even move from here? Russell Westbrook could be the highest paid player in the league next year. Off his contract. Nobody's gonna to want to pick that up. Oh, that'll be Anthony better Davis. Next year. How? Look at chemistry. Who would this this thing? These other teams, they have juggernaut players in depth. And guys locked up under contracts. Just imagine who what others he needs shooters. LeBron James needs a perfect setup around him to be successful. He can't hide, have guys that do what he does, and that's be ball dominant, except one guy, and that was Kyrie Irving. That's why he's so special. It worked. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work with Russell Westbrook. Now, let's move on. And with the Lakers, I'm going to say this, two things. Number one, you hit me, everybody in the 19th year, 37, when, when Michael Jordan was 37, let's remember. LeBron came straight out of high school. LeBron, uh, MJ came from college. When he was thirty-seven, he just won his. He just won another ring. So let's not get it twisted about this age thing. And oh, LeBron is doing this at thirty in his nineteenth yeah. year. Thank you. Okay, he got a he got he got a little head start. Just a Thank little. You. Not taking nothing away from him, but he got a little head start. But let's talk about this play-in on the East Coast, bro. The Cavs, Charlotte. The Cavs, Charlotte, and who is who else is that? Brooklyn and Atlanta. Yeah. What two teams yeah. think coming out of there to be in it to make the playoffs? We'll get to the West. What do you think? Oh, it's callers. Please be on the line. We gonna get we gonna get to you, callers. Shout out to all the callers, Henry. Marco, D Mac, Philly Field, my man's up. Uh, my man of uh, uh, Milk down in Maryland. I see you, man. Bone, I see you. But uh, Ro, what do you think, man? 
during that play-in? What you think is going to happen? What two teams are going to survive? Man, listen. It will definitely be the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> going in the play-in. Don't worry about the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, whoever want to make it to get in on the next one, be my guest because, boo, I must say this. Just like my man, Green-Eyed Bandit, brought to our attention a couple of shows ago. Why is it that the Brooklyn Nets are in a play-in, but yet on the season sports book, they are still the number one team to win it all? I don't understand that. But I can tell you what I do understand. And what I do understand is this. When you got two boys by the name of KD and Kyrie, <laughs> don't worry about nothing. These boys taking turns. And, and that's a damn shame. These boys taking turns. What you want to score tonight? You want to score 40 or do you want to score 50? I don't know. Fuck it. I just might go for 60 tonight. And when both of them are going for 35 and 40 in the same game or more, you don't, you don't need no help. <laughs> you just need somebody out there to play defense. Because these boys go put up some points. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this. Whoever, whoever has to play the Brooklyn are going to be in trouble. When I say in trouble, I be in trouble. Because the Brooklyn Nets are going to definitely make somebody pay for it. I were Miami, or if I were Boston, I would try to pump my brakes a little bit. I would let Milwaukee get up there so that way, you know, they can play and we can have, like, I don't want to say an easier route, but, man, listen, KD and Kyrie in seven games? Yeah, man. Hey, you were talking about rolling them dice earlier. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, boo, when you hit and you hot, you stay hot. The boys in the street start creeping. They start pulling out the pistols, start pulling out. Now, we got to get close to this nigga. This nigga trying to sweep up the streets. <laughs> you know where I'm coming from. Don't let them two boys do it. Because if there's any team that I believe in, go beat them too. <laughs> it's going to beat them too. And Green Eye, I appreciate you for the news on that one. Because, man, it hasn't, it hasn't changed. They still have the Brooklyn Nets to win it all. And the Phoenix Suns have won 63 games. <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't understand. Who are your two to get into the East? Is it going to be Charlotte? Is it going to be Atlanta? Who is it going to be? Cleveland and start slipping. Who is it going to be, boo? And I'm going to say this. Cleveland right now is hurting. Play Charlotte. 
if it was the end today. With Josh, with, with, with my man Jared Allen out, that's a tough matchup for the Cavs against the Charlotte Hornets. That's why you got Karis LeVert. I think that the Cavs will prevail, and I think Brooklyn will prevail. The only thing, though, is with the Cavs, I hate for them. Now, this is a step up. Now, don't get it twisted. They were just in the lottery. They didn't even, you know, win but so many games. Uh, where you go? Bring your ass back, motherfucker. Boy, Captain Smooth be disappearing on us, ladies and gentlemen, in the streets. You know what I'm saying? He must be in the mountains <laughs> out there in Ohio. Well, I'm telling you, getting the meat ready for the my barbecue. Fault. My fault, world. There he is, bro. I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on with the technical difficulties tonight, man. I got a lot of callers in tonight, and my phone is. I mean, the uh, not the phone, but the the the, the engineer the, the, DB. The what's board. going on? Oh, gee, the bug. What's the, yeah? The board is acting crazy tonight. So I apologize about that, but I tell you, I tell you this, I. I I got to go with Cleveland as one of the teams just because I feel that picking up Karis LeVert, that'll take them over the top to get to get uh, started. They have to win that game. If they lose that game, I have to play either, uh, excuse me, either uh, Brooklyn or uh, Atlanta, bad matchup. It's a bad matchup. Bad. Or Brooklyn. Bad. It's a bad matchup. <laughs> so, uh, I I I think the Cavs will get it done. I'm going Cavs and and, and Brooklyn, but this NBA is crazy, man. What you what you think about on the on the west side? What do you what do you think about I, that on the west side? I'm a I'm gonna say this. You got Minnesota. You got Minnesota in seven. You got Clippers in eight. New Orleans in nine, and San Antonio in ten. Who's your two to come out the west? A lot of people do not want to see San Antonio. This is when pop comes alive. Could be, I mean, players play for pop, and we all know that. So, I mean, I don't even know how San Antonio is still hanging out. I thought the Lakers would definitely have an opportunity better than San Antonio. But I'm going to give it to San Antonio and Minnesota. I'm going to give it to Minnesota because, the young boys aren't so young anymore. Yes, Edwards is in his second year doing mad, crazy things, but it's all about your boy Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. The way he done turned his game around, the way that the team believes in this guy, it's just something different about Minnesota. And, I mean, yeah, you get in, but it ain't going to work against the Suns. I'm just saying. Uh, it's going to be difficult, but I would I would like to see them come out uh, because they just, they've been really balling. Like, they've been really balling if nobody is, has really been keeping up with the Minnesota Timberwolves. But, you know, the Clips are the Clips. Depending on their last few games, it may be a little bit difficult for them to get in because, I mean, they schedule – it's really, I mean, it's, it got the Suns coming up, 
and then they got they got they got the Sacramento Kings and then the uh, Oklahoma Thunder to close it out. And you know, everybody, some of these everybody, teams, those those four teams I mentioned, bro. Everybody cleansed. Everybody's in. They in the play. So it's gonna be. But will they get to the? But will they? Will they get to the playoffs? It's gonna hurt. You say Minnesota. Uh, who's your second team? And, Who's gonna San, get there, man? San, San Antonio and Minnesota. Those are my two. I'm not gonna back really? down because I like my dude. I like my dude averaging the triple doubles. He didn't play last night, and they still won by what twenty. So I'm gonna say. Murray didn't play. Yeah, and they won by they 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 really won by twenty or at least nineteen. I know that for sure. So when Mister Triple Double comes back, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that I don't see New Orleans or any one of the other ones giving them a challenge. So yeah, I got San Antonio and Minnesota, man, because Pop Pop if he make it, like I said. Yeah, it's going to be – yeah, I'm giving it to Pop, man. I'm not going to go against Pop. That's like going against Bill Belichick. I'm not just going to do it. I'm not going to do it just yet. So San Antonio and Minnesota. Who are your two coming out the West? <laughs> you say Antonio and Minnesota. Yeah. See, I would, I would, I, I would agree with you. But I don't believe in Pop anymore. He's like Coach K to me. He's like Coach K to me. Retire. We're tired of seeing you. It's done. (laughs) We see you go through. We saw you go through careers. David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Mano Ginobili, Tony Parker. Mario Ellie, we don't want to see you anymore, Bob. You're gone. <laughs> I don't want to see him. him. Oh, boy. Man, I'm going to go with Minnesota, and I have to go with Reggie. Reggie. Action Jackson. <laughs> I got to go with Reggie. I got to go with Ty Lue and the coaching. He's been coaching. Everybody was saying, oh, man, LeBron. LeBron is a coach. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't Lou. It's turning out that Mr. Lou is butt off this year. Most of the season without Paul George, and all of the season without Mr. Kawhi Leonard, and they and with less talent, and they still are in the play-in. And you mean to tell me LeBron James himself, himself, along with Russell Westbrook could not get any – he couldn't even get in a play-in. That tells me a lot about LeBron James and the Lakers, and it tells me a lot about my man, Mr. Lou, and how he managed the Clippers to get to this point. Shout-out to Ty Lou, man. And, and you know what? I, I just want to say this, too. Look at the Memphis Grizzlies. They don't have a Hall of Famer. They don't even have an all-star playing right now. And they've won eight out of their last nine games. Something has to give. Let's not keep giving this guy a pass. John Moran is in the MVP race as well. He's electric. 
He's the point guard. He's the next one up. He's Mr. Sports Center. And he's been out the last 15 games. And Memphis hasn't gone anywhere but up. And LeBron James talking about he's having the best time of his life? Okay, LeBron. Let's move on. We can't go to commercial, guys. I'm sorry. So we got to move on. I'm going to see if we can, can try to get our callers in. Can I know the line business. Yes. Can I, can I say something real quick? Because I know that normally we be dogging LeBron. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because most of y'all know that I really, really wasn't fucking with LeBron like that. But I'm going to say this. That boy LeBron this year, I'm going to give him his. I wish I could have saw this type of LeBron when he was younger. Because then maybe, and then just maybe, I may have an argument about how he did it in. I've never seen LeBron just come across half court and just be like, yeah, let me take this step back, even though I'm 34 feet out already. Let me go and make it 37 feet and hit a three. I've never seen him just like, I've seen him take over games. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong on my LeBron lovers. Don't get me wrong. But the LeBron James of this season, for LeBron. LeBron looked like, and I'm going to say this honestly, to me, just to me, because I'm giving him his props today, he looked like the second Mike. After Mike retired and then came back, he looked like Mike in his in his last season of, of really putting in work. It looks too easy sometimes for LeBron. That's why I can't I can't put it together why they why they suck. <laughs> this is amazing to me. Okay. Cuz LeBron Before we is move on, I out. just want to I just want to rebuttal that. Okay. My I'm going I'm going to rebuttal that before we move on. I know you something in your cup. Talk to Okay, me. and I'm going to say this. Two things. Don't you insult Michael Jordan like that. That's number one. And number two, look how LeBron has you. Hold on. Let me finish. Look how LeBron has you mesmerized. He's up 15 points in in these games. (laughs) He's up. Listen to me. He's (laughs) up in these games that he's losing. So if you score 30, why can't you score 35 to get us over the hump, LeBron? (laughs) But because he did score 30. And he got his seven assists. <laughs> and he got his seven rebounds. We don't put it. It ain't LeBron fault. Yes, it is. I, I'm just looking at it from a coaching standpoint. If you give me 30, give me 37. Give me seven points in the fourth when I need it. But he can't because he's 37. And now he can't carry a team. And he thought those other guys could carry it. So let's stop giving him all these props that he's, the old LeBron James. Hey, He's just hey, man. scoring right now. Stop hey, it. Man. I, my think, ice boy. I think you took it the I think you took it the wrong way, man. I was not disrespecting Mike at all. 
you know that's my number one guy and will never change. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no. The way I just, I and let's say and let's stay on that, but we're gonna go to the next topic. Tiger Woods <laughs> held a press conference. He said he's playing in in the Masters this year. Let's go. And and I need to tell Tiger and yesterday was my man Juicy J birthday. I need Tiger to get back to doing what I asked him to do. I wish my, my our computer's working because this is what I love when Tiger do what Juicy J told him to do. Fans will make her dance. Fans will make her dance. Fans will make her dance. Oh, he got to get back to the strip club and get back to old Tiger and, and kill the golf course. We need Tiger, Uh-oh. and I'm so happy that he's back after the card and flip. We just happy. That, I'm just happy that he's alive and he's walking. For him to be in the Masters, do you give him? And if he wins, is this the biggest comeback in sports ever? Street question of the night. Boo me, I'm going to say this. Number one, I'm extremely happy that Tiger's back. Uh, you know, uh, watching him play with his son, Charlie, was, expre- was extremely, you know, like, okay, Tiger looking. He got the little limp, you know what I'm saying? But Tiger still looks fit. <laughs> uh, when they were showing him, you know, on Monday, and all them people were out there, and he, he, he really didn't say that he felt like he was going to play. We really didn't know, you know what I'm saying? But when they showed him walking out Monday morning at 8 a.m. out there in Augusta, Georgia, and there was about 10,000 people out there, I was like, it ain't no way in hell this man not playing in the Masters this year. It ain't no way in hell. All these people on a Monday? Man, they, boy, they skipped Starbucks to come watch this man. Say, man, listen, we already know where the home of the strip clubs is. So we know what Juicy J going to be because Juicy J got to give him that fans to make you dance, fans to make you dance. Don't worry about it, Tiger. Keep your money in your pocket. I got you tonight. Just go out and do what you do on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday because we know what you're going to do if you're in the lead on Saturday. Sunday going to be easy. When he wore that killer red shirt. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. But, yeah, man, I knew Tiger was playing. I hope Tiger, man, if Tiger win this bad boy, I will say for the street question of the night, hell, yeah, this will be the biggest comeback. Because not only will it be the biggest comeback, it'll time with Jack. And, man, ain't no telling what could happen from there. We need Tiger to win. Can you imagine what, ooh, can you imagine how that would hype Tiger up for the rest of the tour? Ooh, wait. If y'all ain't hype about Tiger, woo, 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 woo. Man, listen, y'all ain't no sports fan. That's why we keep it real in the street. Y'all ain't no sports fan if y'all ain't talking about Tiger. <laughs> I'm going with Tiger to win. I don't give a damn. Out there, hey. Just for him to be out there, I got Tiger to win. Who you got? Will this be the biggest comeback? 
of all time if he wins? It has to be. It has to be because of the situation. His car flipped over. They thought he could have been dead. His leg was, 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 was broken different places. And for him to come back a year, it happened in February of 2021. And now it's April 2022. For him to do that, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. And that being said, I don't even think Tiger gets to the leaderboard. <laughs> What's in your cup? Man, what the hell is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> Tiger, listen to me. Tiger might not even make the cut after Friday. He just going to make the race go man. up for the first couple of days. Thursday. This ain't Martin. <laughs> hey, man, it's the street. I'm not biased to anyone. And I love Tiger. <laughs> I love Tiger. I can't tell. But Tiger's going to use his nine iron as a, as a cane to walk up. Hole eight. He's gonna walk up hole eight, man. That whole golf course is about four to six miles in its entirety, man. Walking eighteen holes. That also puts a strain on you. So that's also goes into a account of golf. So you're you're going against the elements. You're going against yourself, and you're going against the field. And let's not forget, he's not a spring chicken. Nobody said he was. But you said he's winning it. Say, man, listen. The man can walk, damn it. As long as his upper body good, huh? All that matters. Say, man, that's all we need to worry about, man. What he look like. Because you know your boy Phil had to pull out for the words that he said. That old, yeah. Good old, good old. Yeah, I was just about to get to that. You see that no one's talking about Phil uh, Mickelson because of his drawback of wanting to jump on that uh, Saudi professional golf league, and he got a lot of brush back for that. He's not competing in the Masters this year because we'll be talking about him and him and Tiger going at it. So I just want to ask you, Ro, is this is this a black guy in him like it is for Will Smith in Hollywood? For Philly Ooh. Field. And we ain't talking about our Philly Field from WP, which is Wade Park, or down there in Alabama. We ain't talking about that Philly field. We talking about the phony field. You feel me? Streets. Yeah, that was streets right there. But left thinking, what were you really thinking? You put all this out there in the book, and then two months before the Masters come out, you like just so quiet, and then you finally decide that you're gonna pull out. Well, we kind of figured that you weren't gonna participate in this year's event. So please don't think that you're pulling uh, the wool over the sheep's eyes. I mean, come on, man, we're not dumb. Phil, you be—I don't know, man. First, it was the gambling pro, 
and they let you slide with that. Now you'd have put yourself out there in a book, and you knew what was going to happen at the back. Boy, they were going to be just, it's bad. Thank you for not coming, because it would have been that of Will Smith and Chris Rock. The only thing they talking about is, is Phil Mickelson or Lefty instead of talking about what's really happening uh, this weekend in Augusta, Georgia at the Masters. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad his ass ain't coming to the, to the damn event anyway. Because it just would have took away from everybody. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, Phil, you got yourself caught up in one. And you did the right thing. Because it would have been media up more. I mean, we really don't know nothing about this media game until you have to face it up front. You know what I'm saying? It can break you down. We saw it in gymnastics. We saw it in tennis. Well, you see it in all the rest of the major majors. But when you see it in golf, Boy, look, <laughs> you know you, boy, you know they ain't playing when you see it in golf. So, uh, yeah, Phil, thank you for not showing up because this should be more about what's really happening at this event and the players that are taking place or taking part. So, yeah, I, I appreciate you for that one. Fool me. Was Phil supposed to show up after what he said about what he said in the book? Or you think he did he the best playing at home? So, uh... Hey, listen to this. This is what I'm about to do. I'm about to call Philly Phil, because Philly Phil, listening. We have some technical difficulties, but I know you want to get on. So, Philly Phil, I'm about to hit you up, man, give you a call, and put you on the show. Oh, it's all the crackers. Get my boy Philly Phil on this bad boy. Uh, y'all don't know what's about to happen. We're about to turn up another notch. Uh-oh. It's about to get crazy, Street. I appreciate y'all listening. To my boy Tracy out there from Philly, I see you. To my boy Big Brother Bad, Big Brother Bass out there from Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know nothing about We got that. Philly. We got Philly Phil in the building, man. Philly Phil, man, what's your take tonight? I had to call you from my, from my mic. It's all messed yeah. up. Yeah, it's but, uh. We, we got Give tech us a take, man. I can't, I can't wait, man. No commercials tonight. Uh-oh. We are raw and uncut. No commercials. <laughs> yeah. I'm uninterrupted. Baby. Uninterrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Dream team, what it do, my guy? What happened? Man, I can't Philly wait. Phil. How you feel? I'm good, my brother. Good. No complaints at all. Who want to hear that? You, right, you right. didn't heard what we've been talking about. So go on and give oh, us the no lowdown on the low, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I done, I done been tuned in, and I was thinking about. Uh, first off, I want to hit on the. Uh, I was uh, I was watching um, South Carolina, the women. Man, they was playing deep. They 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 play defense like the nineties Bulls, man. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about. Hey, 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 they look like the 90s Bulls out there playing defense, man. They smother you, man. Like, you can't – they don't let you breathe, like, for real. Like, they they they, they play hella defense, man. That's why they won, for real. Like, the, the way they guarded people, ooh-wee. And I want to uh, piggyback off something Boo Meeks was saying. Don Staley, can we give her flowers now, man? Like, for real. Like, seriously. Street. Please. Like, can we, can, can we give her flowers now? Like like Don Staley, man, listen, before 
Don Staley became the Colt Carolina, he was already a legend. Already. This before he even got the job. Now, we're talking damn near immortal status for Staley. Like, she, she, done took it, she done took it next level, man. Like, like for real. I mean, you got to really think about this, man. She built a powerhouse down there in Columbia. Like, seriously, like, they were nothing before she got there, man. Less than nothing. Like, she built a powerhouse, man. A powerhouse program. Like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think we can't get, we can't get lost. Can't, can't not know that. You know what I mean? Be aware of that. She built a powerhouse down there. You know what I'm saying? She, I think we, we got to get down and her flowers. Like, she, <clears throat> She going to immortal status. Like Don Staley yes. is one of them, one of them, one of them people as far as the women's game go, for sure. Final four Saturday and Sun. I mean Saturday and Monday. Man, Villanova outmatched in the story. You know what I'm saying? Duke, Duke folded when 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 the game was on the line. They ain't make the plays they needed to make. To win, it's just that simple. They are young guys, so you know you can expect that sometimes. You know it'd be like that. I now Monday night, I can't lie, man. I thought North Carolina, Carolina lost more than Kansas won. If that make any sense, you know what I'm saying? Like they, 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 I thought. I feel like they got too comfortable with yeah. the little first half they had. Like thinking, you know, the game yeah. won one. You know what I mean? And, and and they came out a little lax there in that second half and Kansas was, you know, motivated, like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all ain't about to blow us out on Monday night, like no no no. You know, we we here to fight. You know what I mean? They raised fifteen points, man, like eight or nine minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 the, the, yeah. the quickness that they did it with was like, damn, oh, they, they right back in the game, and, and it, we only played twelve, no, eight minutes. Like, oh, <laughs> I just thought the moment. You know what I'm saying? The moment got. I thought Carolina got comfortable. You know how it is once you get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You look up, somebody to punch you back in the face, and you realize like, damn, I'm in a, I'm in a street fight now. Like, what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, I, and I thought like. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought Kansas was like, and North Carolina was just deer in the headlights. You know what I'm saying? They didn't make the plays that they needed to make late. I thought they lost the game, man, more than more than Kansas won it. I really did. You know what I mean? Not securing that offensive rebound. You know that that was death. You know that last play, and Bacot was out the game, so that hurt. You know, and then McCormick got that ball, just turned around. He was right at the rim, laid it up. You know what I mean? Put him up four. That was essentially the game. You know what I mean? For all intents and purposes. Not being able to secure that rebound. Hurt. With a minute and 41 seconds to go. I never forget yeah. it. It, it, was, it was huge. It was huge. It was huge. That, 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 it hurt. Was huge. that hurt him right there. Like, that was really the play of the game. And then Caleb Love, who I think is an NBA talent player. You know what I mean? Like, he he, he, he going to play at the next level. Caleb Love is. He got that kind of game. You know what I mean? But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't make some of the shots that he made Saturday, and he forced some things too Monday night. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was he gonna play on the next level. 
You know what I mean? Caleb Love got that. Got the, he can get his own shot. You know, guys who can get their own shot, you know, generally, you know, if you have the right size and, you know, everything, you usually get to the, get to the next level. I think Love would get there. So that was kind of like my take on Monday night. I thought they kind of, you know what I mean, lost lost more than Kansas won. This play-in, I don't know. I'm sitting up here right now watching Brooklyn Nets get smoked by the Knicks. So it's really hard for me to um to think they can make a lot of noise. Like, they don't guard anybody, man. Like, I just – like, I, they don't get lost Billy. on me. Like, I, 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 Billy. Can't, I can't – they don't guard anybody. See, the sports books still <laughs> have them to win it all. But listen, yeah. and this is and this too, Phil. Can I be, can I piggyback on what you're saying real quick before True. you finish? True. I True. think I think we overlooking Steve Nash maybe over his head. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it there. I, I, I think I think, I think that's a stretch to suggest such a thing. This guy had no how much head coaching experience, how much coaching experience. Period. Before. Zero. You know what I'm saying? Like they. They handpicked this guy to just, you know, walk off the streets, the streets of Ontario, Canada, and come down and coach. You know what I mean? And then, and then I have, you know what I'm saying, these guys co-signing. You know, these superstar dudes co-signing. Yeah, Nash come down. Like, nah, man, like, I, coaching is like, I don't think, you know, it takes it take special cast to coach. I know people think, like, just because you was a good player, you can be a good coach. When it's when when I feel, it's just the opposite. Like it's like if you notice the best announcers in sports, they usually ex players who are shitty. But you know why? Because who else knows what's supposed to be done well and right than somebody who couldn't fucking do it. So it's like that's why. Like right. like you look around. You look around and, and the best, <laughs> the best analysis and games and stuff is usually from ex players who weren't that fucking good at their respective sports. Because who else knows what should be done and how it should be done and look better than somebody who couldn't fucking do it? So you, I mean, it's like it's kind of like that when I look around at it, like Nash. It's the reason. Like, look at Jordan as an owner. It's been a struggle. He ain't been able to acquire the talent, get rings, no anything. And you think that that's going to naturally transition. You know, you got the greatest player ever. Well, obviously, you're going to have a great team. Nah, bleed. That ain't how that, that ain't how that, you know, how that's been going. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it takes a special state of circumstances, man. I, I can't, I don't know if Nash is in over his head, but if you ask me, do I trust Steve Nash? Hell do I think he could coach a team without a Kyrie Irving and a Kevin Durant? Absolutely not. No, I don't. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, I don't. I don't have no track record. I don't got no jacket to look back on and, and peep any of that. You feel what I'm saying? So, I don't know. They're getting smoked right now by the Knicks by 15 with nine minutes in the third, and New York about to extend the lead. I mean, I just don't have no faith in this team at all. They don't play defense. You know what I'm saying? And that's coaching. That's scheme. That's that's want to from the players also, but that's coaches devising schemes for you to for, for you know for you to guard an opponent and how y'all want to game plan against them and take what they like to do away. Like, are we saying that Steve Nash is that kind of tactician? 
I, I don't right. think we're saying that. Like, stop playing, man. We we're not doing that. So, so who's your so who's your two out to play in from the east and the west? I I, I agree with you. Piggyback off what you said earlier. Like, the Cavs and Charlotte got got to win that game. Have to win that game. Got to win that game. I don't think the matchup Atlanta or Brooklyn. We go home. Like right. we, we we go home. See, this what I don't know if people like stop it. banged up right now at the worst time of stop the year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's 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 bad. And right. I don't know if I don't know like I'm a huge Garland fan. Like Garland is the key link in the chain. But I know y'all sports guys for sure, basketball especially, like the way that kid turns over the ball at times, it's bad, man. Like I don't know if everybody watch the games the way we do, but like his 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 decision making sometimes, man, and the way he turned the peel over, man, that shit is death, man. Like for real, like it's it, it then killed us a lot of games, and and people overlook it because he got twenty five and eleven, but not not me, shit, I, I don't. <laughs> Cause I I see it like I know that that ain't winning basketball at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like the way that kid turned over the ball is a problem, man. For all the talent that he got, like he got to get better with with his decision making and, and not turning the peel over. Like that's like an interception of football, man. And in, in, in a lot of like you just you can't you can't have it. You know what I'm saying? That's a lost possession that you ain't get a shot up at the rim, a chance for an offensive board a foul, anything. You know what I mean? That's all of that when you turn it over. You know what I mean? Like it's hey, Philly Phil. Turnover just ain't the ball going out of bounds. or it's like you know, Y'all know what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. More than Philly Phil. think and know, but, yo. Is it LeBron's fault that the Lakers didn't make it to the playoffs? It's fault solely? Absolutely not. Does he have to take his blame? Absolutely yes. He put that team together. So that alone, you know, he requires some blame to be laid on him. He he put that team together. So, you know, he GM that shit show, not on Lake Show, a shit show. So like he, he gotta you know what I mean, he gotta take some he gotta take some accountability, you know what I mean, for that. And like while I've been impressed with some of the numbers he done put up this season, that ain't the standard for 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 a, a nigga. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, be calling the goat. It's the standard to lead the league in scoring, or have a couple of fifty point games, or uh, whatever, chase down a block and throw it out of bounds, blocking it. Like, is that the standard for LeBron James at this point in his career? Absolutely not. So, like, I, I can't I can't go jumping through hoops because he had a couple fifty point games and. You know what I'm saying? Uh, led the league in scoring, or no championships is the bar. That's the standard for somebody of that. You know what I'm saying? That level, like him saying he happy, and I don't know if that's just for the cameras or, you know, like I get. You know, sometimes rich people, man, how they play it is don't nothing bother me. You know what I'm saying? This y'all, y'all the ones make more of this what it is. It's just a game to me. I'm getting paid or whatever, whatever, but. Could you ever hear Mike saying that? 
yeah, I'm happy. I ain't make the playoffs, but, you know, it's still one of my best. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. Now. Hell no. You no, know you was not going to hear that. <laughs> Bro, you was not going to hear that from, from Deuce Trey. Never. Championship was his standard. Anything less was a failure to the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's six what separates him. That's how you that's, only got six games fucking with Mike. <laughs> it's, disres- it's disrespectful to Mike, for real, to compare LeBron to him. Like, it's it's like, it's like LeBron, I don't think, see, I think people get the argument messed up before I go. I just want to make this last point. They always say, like, you know what I'm saying, LeBron or Mike. And the argument itself is flawed because this is why the argument is flawed. Like, I ain't even talking about the eras they played in. Forget that much. I'm talking about the players these two are are just different. One is, you know, I, I can play with my buddies, um, laugh and joke, do dances, win, score points, whatever the case is, as opposed to the other dude who didn't give a fuck about anybody, no friends, I want to win. I want to cut your throat and watch it bleed. Like, it's just (laughs) totally different. (laughs) It's a totally different mentality, man. And that's what separates, you know what I'm saying, the two. The argument, the argument flawed, man. It's like you can't say, it's like you got to pick one or the other. No, no, you don't. Like, LeBron, you say LeBron, one of the greatest top five of all time. I think that's a fair argument, easily to make. But it ain't a knock on LeBron. It doesn't diminish his greatness to say he not better than a deuce trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not. And that's right. okay. Let, like, let that that's be okay. okay. Like, yeah. right. Don't right. take that as an insult or a negative thing. Like, it, it's cool. Like, right. You ain't the deuce trade, but you still one of the greatest <laughs> of all time to do it. But you ain't right. the original deuce trade. It's just that simple. Anyway, that's my mm. take, y'all. Appreciate the platform, as always. Oh man, we appreciate Philly Phil, Philly Phil. We we, yep. we 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 because no commercials and how we had to do. You got to hang up on us and get back on the show and just and listen in and uh, listen to our take. Cause now we didn't brought in our man down in Florida, my man. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, listen, P. We got P. Funkin'. I can't wait to hear his take. We've been talking women. Uh-oh. We've been talking men's NCAA Uh-oh. championships. We've been talking the Lakers. <laughs> Is it on the vine? Is it is it over? Is it you know the play-ins in Tiger Woods, man? Does he have a chance in this Masters? So it's on you, P. Close the show, big. Is that P. Funk? That's P. Funk, man. You in the building, big? P. Funk, wait. Your P. Funk hang up. You got to get out. Ah, I know P. Funk been hang up. I got to get him. Let me see. I got to get him back. Let me see if I can get him back, bro. Get that boy back on. All right. This weekend on Saturday, if y'all don't watch the UFC, y'all better watch it this weekend. It's a good one. Matter of fact, it's a great one. It'll give you a reason to go out. So if you ain't been out in a while, you won't take your girls over, y'all go to a bar and watch this UFC fight that's about to go down, it's about to be nuts. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you.
Get your asses up in there. Look, you in? Philly Phil, you back? I mean, uh, P Funk, you in the building, baby? We're in the building, baby. Okay, there oh, we go. Oh shit, there we go. <laughs> so now we're back to the, the fellas. What up? What up? What up? We've been talking NCAA. Talking NCAA. We've been talking who's going to win in the play-in. We've been talking uh, Lakers, LeBron, Tiger Woods. What's your take on the night show, P, man? It's all you. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to just, you know, reverberate uh, what Philly Phil said about Don Staley and, you know, giving her her flowers, you know. She definitely deserved it, winning uh, her second chip and what? I would say three, yeah, three, three years, I believe. Two thousand seventeen. She won in two thousand seventeen. So what? Four years now. Yeah. So definitely, you know, putting herself on that, you know, extra pedestal as far as being one of the, you know, all-time great coaches. Uh, as far as like how their games turned out, I thought South Carolina was just too much, you know, before they actually got to the final game versus UConn, and you, I, I felt like it would have been a better matchup if Stanford would have beat UConn and face South Carolina because I feel like they had the actual height and, you know, size to match up with South Carolina as far as on that front court. Now, with UConn, they actually did a good yeah. thing with Stanford, you know, stalling them out as far as getting them into the late shot clock and using that against them and then trying to get, you know, easy buckets here and there to, you know, at least keep the lead for the most part throughout the game. It got kind of close. Somewhat, but they end up pulling it off and, and making it to the championship game. I feel like South Carolina just really just, I ain't going to say bully ball or, or nothing like that, but they was just eating on oh. the glass. Like, everything yeah. that was coming off, they was grabbing, snatching that jump. And all you all UConn could do was really just foul. And there's no slight to them. They just don't have the size. And I always wonder, you know, uh, why it feel like UConn can't never draft. I mean, they can't never recruit a good big. Not to say that they're recruiting is bad because they stay getting number one, you know, number one recruits out the, you know, not necessarily number one, but they get five star. They get their their share of five star, you know, talent. Remember their big. Like. Remember their big broke her wrist for UConn. Yeah, early in the season that was. Yeah. No, 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 no. She broke it in the tournament. But- uh, Becker, she broke. She hurt her knee. But the big, she hurt her wrist in the lead, in the lead eight game. FYI. Yeah, so that's just unfortunate there losing a losing a key player. But shout out to South Carolina for you know pulling through and, and like you said, boy. B Funk, you still there? Still here. Oh, okay, okay. Go ahead. I'm but yeah. Up. yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, as far as the men's game go, um, great game between North Carolina and Duke. All the hype up was, was surely deserved for Coach K's, you know, ultimately his last game versus, you know, the hated rivals and whatnot. Uh, I felt like, I mean, for as far as, like, for the Duke side, I just wonder why you only had three players in double digits, and one of those had 20 points and the other two had 10 points. So it felt like Duke really only had one player that could really score versus North Carolina where they had four players in double digits. So it felt kind of like a one-sided game there. It just felt like, you know, Duke couldn't really just close it out like they like they really wanted to, and North Carolina just ended up taking it over them. And then when they got to play Kansas, you know, I knew Kansas was going to be a tough outing for North Carolina because Kansas could defend and they could get to the basket, you know, on their own. 
And one thing North Carolina got going for them, they could definitely if you if you if you end up getting into a foul game with them, they'll definitely kill you from the foul line. They was hitting everything. And I always wonder why most, you know, basketball teams don't really shoot that well from the from the free throw line. Because, I mean it's like it's fifteen feet your whole life. And it's like, why can't you master that one thing? If you're not good at anything else, like, why can't you just be a solid free throw shooter? Like, at least for your team. Because all players want to take those last two clutch free throws to, you know, sink the game or come back, you know, make it a tie game or take the lead. And, and I just wonder why Kansas couldn't really shoot that well in the free throw line. But they made baskets when it count, and they got more physical as the game wore on. And North Carolina just really didn't have any depth. Like, Kansas is a, is a, is a, is a fairly old is a fairly old uh, senior team. Like, most of their players are, are up there in age a little bit. Whereas North Carolina, they had a few, you know what I mean, I'd say sophomores for the most part. They're not, they're not really, really young, but they are a young team, you know. So it felt like Kansas just used that experience of, of being there and knowing what it takes to, you know, push through having to, have, having to dig themselves out of a hole. And that's what ultimately got them back in the game and, and, and ultimately led to, you know, like you said, like when the grades come back and, and – if not the greatest comeback in college basketball history. Like, so props to, you know, Kansas for doing their thing and winning a championship, although it might come with sanctions, you know, next year. Because, again, they are, you know yeah. what I mean, under investigation for paying players and all that. I, so, I mean, but I think that I think that the fans and the, and, the, and the school and all that will trade all of that for the, for the chip that they just won. So I think they'll take whatever comes with that, you know. Just like Louisville, you know what I mean? The players ain't going to never lose, you know, lose that experience of winning. So, I mean, props to them, you know. And, you know, yeah. seeing uh, transition to uh, my man Tiger, like you said, but just happy to see him back there out there on the green, walking with his son, you know what I mean, taking in that moment, you know, with him and, and just feeling love from fans, you know what I mean? Like, he really moved the needle more than any other golfer, like, yeah, I've ever seen, like, Literally, like like you said, he's out there just walking, doing practice shots. You know what I mean? And he has like at least ten thousand people out there trying to see him. Ten thousand people. You know what I mean? In the like, literally, they have literally like I, I don't want to say twenty four hour coverage, but it feel like twenty four hour coverage <laughs> leads up to the Masters, right? Like, just because he's participating. <laughs> I mean, and like Phil Mickelson, I don't think he's going to show. I don't think his PR people would have let him show his face at the Masters and whatnot. I don't think him himself would have wanted to put his face out there in the Masters, <laughs> knowing, you know, the comments that he's made and, and him trying to get money. Like, this is ultimately, like you said, like a big, I, for me at least, I feel, I feel like it's a big stain on his on, on his jacket, you know, given all the oh, yeah. blowback that he's faced, not just, you know, not just from fans and, and the media and whatnot, but from his colleagues, you know what I mean? It's other golfers out there saying, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, like, why are you talking this crazy, you know? So it's like he's he's really feeling, like, the, the pressure. And to put out a PR, he had to put out a statement, which was, you know, half-assed. And it didn't really work for him. But, I mean, this is ultimately, I guess, he gonna, he going to have to not show his face for, like, a year. And then, you know, try to rehab his image some way, somehow. Whether that be, you know, doing a charity game, you know, for cancer or something like good that. Good luck. He's got to do some PR rehab. Yeah, good luck to him, you know? Now it's going great, to the, uh, going to the yeah, uh, but before I go to the NBA, I don't think Tiger is gonna win it. I do think, like you said, it's gonna take a lot for him to get through eighteen holes of walking that green. You know what I mean? 
And awesome, hey, the meds could feel fine. The the meds could feel fine in the morning. He could feel, you know, like a spring chicken. <laughs> but as the day goes on, you know what I mean? Like, is that back going to tighten up? You know, is he going to be able to hit his shot how he wants to? So, I mean, I don't think he's going to necessarily win it, but I think he's definitely going to, you know, bring the crowd out and have everybody's emotions riled up for, like, the first day or two. You know what I mean? But I think he'll make the cut. He ain't going to make it to Just, Sunday, you know, P. Nah, he's not going to make it to Sunday, man. I feel like he'll, he'll, it'll, it'll either you be to the point hate. where I'm not hating on the man. He's coming back from a from a serious life-changing injury. Like, like, you expect the Nick man to be out here like he's 20 years old or something. Like, I'm just trying to keep it realistic. You feel me? He's still on pain medication and everything. Like, I mean, the man fractured two legs. And to, and to try to walk a whole golf course, not let alone the, all the pressure that comes with playing in the Masters and him being Tiger Woods. Like, so I'm not going to put that pressure on him. I'm pretty sure he's feeling all the pressure in the world. But I, I have high hopes that he's going to put on a good show. I mean, transition to the NBA, though, man. <laughs> as, far as, like the, as far as the Lakers go, look. We are, I what? mean, I could say I had, you know, some hope for him, you know, to start the season and whatnot. Because, again, if any player can figure it out, it's LeBron James with the squad that he got. But as you can see, you feel me, things take a turn for the worse. You know, we in December, we in November. Anthony Davis is hurt for the most part. He can't get through a full season. And it feel like, it feel like when you watch Anthony Davis, it's like most players, they try to, they try their hardest to get back out there on the court. Anthony Davis looked like he just be soaking up that, that PTO, you know. <laughs> so let's get that good life. check on that bench. He don't even be <laughs> trying to get back to the court for real, for real, you know knowing that the season is going terribly and he's going to have to face that media and face the other teams who who know he's really not as good, you feel me, as he was in the bubble. I feel like he is content where he at. Like, he on the he on the NBA All-75 team, feel me? He got a championship. He can say he's good. He's probably in that same mindset as Kyrie Irving. Like, I'm straight. My yeah. career is good. <laughs> if I retire today, I got millions. I'm on the NBA All-75 team. I done made defensive uh, – Defense, all NBA defensive teams, you feel me? I didn't be one of the best players in the league. I'm good. You know what I mean? So from that standpoint, I'm just sad that he really treating himself like that, knowing he could be a lot better, you know. But, I mean, ultimately, they about to get Frank Vogel fired. They about to bring in either Doc Rivers, yeah. who about to flame out in Philly, or Quinn Snyder, who about to leave the Utah Jazz and let Donovan Mitchell walk to New York or down to Miami, you feel me? But wow. I don't know where they gotta go. Feel me, Russell Westbrook. Go, I, like, it's, it's to say, I mean, you saying why? They, they can't win anything. They can't win anything in, in, in Utah. Okay, but all right. Yeah. So let me ask you this then: Donovan Mitchell, as, as great of a player as he is, if he was in a bigger market, do you think he would have made the All Star team? And do you think yeah, he would be on one he, of these all-NBA teams was, to come out at the end of the season? He would have made it this year. He would just hurt. He would just hurt. He get hurt a lot too. That's a lot. No. That's that's a lot. Of players just hurt. John, I mean, John Morant, I get that. John Morant has been hurt for John Morant has been hurt for a little while. His team is nineteen not, and two. I not, think twenty and two now. Not before ahead, the All Star break though. Not before the All Star break. Donovan Mitchell was balling. 
until he got hurt. What was the toe or the ankle? What was it? It was something like that. But when he had to sit out, it was it was like a month before the All Star break was coming up. So that did. That's when Ja was really having. I mean, shit, that was like Boo said every night. It was it was the Ja Morant show. That's all you call on Sports Center. So, right. but does he make that? Does he make that team, or does that team, or is that team a better team? Wow, because they nineteen and two without him. I think maybe twenty and two without him. I'm, you feel I me? Know where you can't say from. that. You can't say that Donovan Mitchell doesn't make the Utah Jazz who they are I, as a team. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. He does. He makes that bad boy go around. Him and Conley. But at the same time, I believe that because the Utah Jazz and Dwayne Wade is in the position that he's in, I don't see him just leaving Dwayne Wade like that. So I don't care what. You act like Dwayne Wade is playing with him. Like, come on now. You act like Dwayne Wade is playing with him. Dwayne Wade is his mentor. You're not going to leave It don't matter. You can have a mentor. I, 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 Court. You got that same mentor off the court, but I need to be winning. This is my prime years, cause I'm trying to win. I'm not trying to have this. I'm not trying to be around Dwayne Wade just for him to be my right. mentor, and I'm not winning on the court. What does that say about so, me? I got. And just the history, and just knowing the history of the Utah Jazz, they haven't had a three man to be able to do the things that they need to do to get it done. That's what they're missing. They need a star at the three spot to go along with Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell. And and he won't get that there. Some that three is going to be like, hey man, join me in a market. Thank you in a bigger market where you know you can make you can make all star games just off fans voting for you. Andrew Wiggins made it just because he just because he's in Golden State. Absolutely. So he gonna go and play with LeBron. Is that what you tell me? He gonna he gonna end up playing with LeBron. He don't have to. He gonna go. No, he gonna go where he he gonna go where they getting that max deal. Which is probably gonna be the only team that the only two teams that really is gonna go really all I mean it's gonna be a good amount of teams going for Donovan Mitchell to see what the Utah Jazz gonna ask for back. But they're gonna ask for picks and they're gonna ask for young players. And the only team I can realistically see in having the money for that man or having at least the players in picks or whatever is the New York Knicks who have the picks and maybe a couple maybe throwing R J Barrett and, and and Obi Toppin, you know what I mean, to make it work. Cause they got the money, or maybe the Miami Heat, cause they have the players and they have well, long term picks that they can that they can throw out there. But he's going to want say, a bigger let's market. Let's say, let's stay on the Lakers, cause we've got off topic. We talk about so. What do you do? What do you think? Is it a disappointment? I mean, what's it? What's the guys? What you think on the play? It in? is a disappointment. It is a disappointment, like you said, but they should at least make the playoffs. And from my point of view, all those games, like we go back to like. December, November, January, February, all those games where they were up 20-plus points and was blowing leads to the OKCs of the world, the Houston Rockets of the world, you know what I mean, the Indiana Pacers and whatnot, all those blown leads to those sorry teams, they came back to bite them when it when it really mattered and they needed to be up, you know, over the San Antonio Spurs for the last playoff spot, over the, you know, who's the, the, the New Orleans Pelicans, you know what right. I mean, for the, ninth, for the ninth spot. So, I mean, it just felt like, Nothing really broke their way, and they ultimately should have never lost games that they desperately really needed. Now, you know what I mean? And to and to say they're a, a, what sub, I mean, what a sub forty team now? Like you basically talking lottery, low key. And I don't know. And I don't even think they have a pick. Like I don't even think they have a pick like that. 
You know, what I, mean? I don't see how they don't. gonna get better to 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 really, you know, what I mean, put themselves back in that contentious spot. You know, because again, Kawhi gonna be healthy next year. You know, Paul George already coming back, so I mean, it's still gonna be stacked. Golden State's still gonna be there. Memphis still gonna be there. Phoenix still gonna be there. So it's like it's hard to see like LeBron really competing like that, at least for a real championship next year. Clippers still going to be have. there. Kawhi's going to be back. Yep. Paul George yeah. already back now and, and putting on a nice little show, you know, after his injury. I mean, yeah. so it, it's just hard to see them really, you know, making that push ultimately. Before we let you go, P, what are the, what are, who's your two playing uh, teams on both sides of the ledger in the East and the West? Uh, For the West, who's I'm going to stick with – yeah, from from the West, I'm gonna still go with the Pelicans and the uh, Spurs. I think they're gonna still clinch it up. Uh, I still think uh, for, I still think for the East, it's, re- it's really gonna be ultimately for the nine and ten. I think it's really gonna be between uh, Brooklyn and Charlotte. I think Atlanta gonna uh, go over go over those two teams and, and have to play Cleveland. So I think that'll be a nice little matchup with you know Trey Young Damn. and Garland going back and forth. Uh, I, mean, I definitely dang. like that, you know. And ultimately, we'll see what happens because you know it's winner take all. So I mean, we'll see how team what, what team what teams come to play. And ultimately, Brooklyn know the path. They they know it's gonna be a gauntlet. Whatever path they whatever whatever seed that they fall through. You know what I mean, they know it's gonna be a gauntlet just to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I mean, I don't think they even worried about that for right now. I think they just worried about having Kyrie to keep yeah, yeah. at least there for the for the play in games, you know what I mean? Healthy. Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah. Man. We appreciate you, P. And listen to this, P. As always, and we're gonna tell the world because we about to hang up now we technical difficulties. We can't even do the big damn the other day. So we all gonna get off right now. And I just wanna give a shout out to everybody listening there, my man D Mac, my man Henry Man down there oh man down there they all listening down there in Huff Heights. There's everybody listening. My man, he ain't got everybody listening. Bulldogs for life. My man, Marcos. Delmar, I see you. Philly Field. T-Row. Baby T-Row. Happy birthday today, man. Happy birthday today. I got to say happy birthday to my nephew, man. T-Row, you got any shout yeah, outs before we, we get out of here? Man, you already know it, man. Shout out to my to my youngest, man, my boy T. Rowe Jr. That's my boy right there. He in Colorado kicking it. Uh, we had him for the weekend. I love your boy. I know you're checking us out. Shout out to the family, man. And shout out to the Dream Team, to my boy I.C.E., that young one, S.T.G., uh, my boy O.G. the Buck, to my big bro, Boo. You know how we do, man. All love to all the family checking us out in the asylum. Man, I fought for the technical difficulties. It won't happen next week. We're going to have that shit straightened out. So uh, we'll check you out, out next, next week. You know what it is, 8 p.m. on the east, 5 on the west. Y'all know how to get in contact with your boys. Oh, special shout-out. Uh, special shout-out to my boy Tata Watson, Jr. Uh, he went to the University of Kentucky last year, one number three and uh, has declared himself for the NBA draft. So uh, straight out here, out of out of Phoenix, doing his thing, man. So shout-out to my boy, Ty Ty. Uh, I wish you big things, man, and go out there, show the world, put us on the map. You know what time it is. You know who's coming next. Yes, sir.
No doubt, no doubt. And as always, world, you better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. And don't forget to get with us on Blog Talk Radio. Get with us if you want to go back and listen to yourself, blogtalkradio.com, category sports, search box, that's D-A, the streets is talking. Bro, let's do it. Wait. One, two, three. Yes, sir. Let's get a ride, baby. I'm on this hand. Let's do it. (laughs) Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.